Now, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. But then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. This is the gospel of the Lord. On Jordan's bank the Baptists cry, announces that the Lord is nigh. Awake and hearken, for he brings glad tidings of the King of Kings. Then cleanse be every life from sin, make straight the way for God within, and let us all our hearts prepare for Christ to come and enter there. We hail thee as our Savior, Lord, our refuge and our great reward. Without thy grace we waste away like flowers that within end decay. Lay on the sick thy healing hand and make the fallen strong to stand. Show us the glory of thy face till beauty springs in every place. All praise, eternal Son, to thee, whose advent sets thy people free. Whom with the Father we adore, and Holy Spirit evermore. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit who gives and who strengthens our faith. The words for our sermon this evening are from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, that we have just read. 
The overall series for our midweek Advent worship is When Heaven Met Earth, which is, after all, what Advent is all about. When the Son of God came to earth as a flesh and blood human being, and when that same Son of God shall return on the day of glory from heaven to earth to call the faithful home to heaven and also the faithless to eternal condemnation. If you were not here, or if you were here last week, you also know that the subline for this series is Advent Answers to, whole, to Hard Questions That Hardly Anybody Is Asking. And one of those questions from a confirmation class was the one which prompted this whole series. Namely, when Jesus was our age, did he know that he was God? If you remember, last week we focused on the birth of God as a baby born in Bethlehem. Now next Wednesday, the focus will be on the man's man, Christ Jesus. Tonight, we'll answer the question The confirmation student asked the pastor, when Jesus was a boy, did he know that he was God? And we'll find the answer as we see Jesus in the temple as the obedient child. Certainly, Jesus' earthly parents did what parents should do so that their children know God. Beyond the miracle and majesty of his birth, we don't know a lot about Jesus, the boy, But we do know from the verses immediately preceding tonight's text in Luke chapter 2 that Joseph and Mary were faithful parents and they were obedient to God's law. That they had Jesus circumcised at eight days old and then brought him to the temple at 40 days old for the rite of purification. Won't go into any of that except to say Thanks be to God for those parents who have as high priority their children's spiritual welfare, who bring their babies for baptism, and who then commit with the rest of us to nurture them and grow them in the fear and love of God. Following that right of God's law, we know that Joseph, Mary, and Jesus had to flee for some time to Egypt but then returned, finally, to their hometown of Nazareth, where, as it tells us in Scripture, the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. A note about the favor of God. That was said to Jesus' mother Mary by the angel Gabriel, if you recall, and now it is said of Jesus. There's something special going on, something which not everyone is comprehending, but still special nonetheless. And it's about to unfold through this miraculous birth and life. It's obvious that a baby doesn't stay a baby forever. A baby grows, crawls, walks, talks, learns to read and write. So did Jesus. So did Jesus. Throughout each of these stages, as you all know, it's wonderful to see our children and our grandchildren grow. And what we know about Jesus is that he was healthy and hearty and whole in body, mind, and spirit. 
that he lived a normal life, whatever that meant in his day. But we do know how crazy that that can be in our day. And then we meet Jesus again, age 12, in the temple. You heard the story, and I bet you have all sorts of questions. Well, if Jesus was such an obedient child, then why did he not go with the rest of the group returning from Jerusalem to Nazareth? If Jesus was such an obedient child, as verse 51 of our text tells us, then why did he cause such worry for three days, no less, for his parents? Can you imagine how you'd feel if you were the parent or grandparent of a lost child for that amount of time? If Jesus was such an obedient child, then why this behavior? Is this the kind of behavior we'd surely expect to see if Jesus knew he was God? Did Jesus' parents know he was God? As together, they were trying to raise this child in the law and tradition of their faith. The angel had told Mary that he would be called the Son of God. But did Mary really understand what child is this? Do any of us, when our child is growing, have the vaguest idea how they will mature into adulthood. Not coincidentally, it's said twice in Luke chapter 2 that Mary, first on the evening of Jesus' birth, and then after the occasion at the temple, 12 years later, treasured or pondered these things in her heart. And I bet that her mind wandered back back to that time when the angel visited her and that time when she gave birth to her firstborn and those years when he was growing and that time in the temple. And she wondered and she treasured in her heart what this child would be and even who he was. Was her knowledge incomplete? No doubt. No doubt it was. Even many years later, when this child had grown to be a man, when everybody around was asking, could this really be the Messiah? Even then, his own disciples and his followers didn't know fully who he was. Scripture says of Mary that she, at one time or more, tried to keep her adult son from his mission. But she essentially said, Don't embarrass the family. So surely at this time, when hardly anybody was asking, Mary and Joseph certainly were less than clear that Jesus was God. So back to the original question. When Jesus was growing as a child, did he know that he was God? Did this young boy know what he was doing and what was in store for him? Did he know that he would fulfill the prophets of the Old Testament and that he was indeed 
the promised Messiah. If so, wouldn't that be a burden on any 12-year-old's shoulders? We'll hear from Jesus himself. Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? That's why he was at the temple, as he said to his human parents. You bet he knew. He was reminding his earthly parents that he was the son of God and that he must be about the business of his father in heaven. He knew that he had come to this earth on a mission of salvation, that indeed he was special, the one and only, uniquely and altogether both man, or a boy at that time, man and God. And that explains what we might mistakenly think was disobedient behavior. He was obedient to his parents, respectful, as it says, submissive to them, for sure. They had only assumed, and incorrectly, that he should be leaving Jerusalem with the crowds. They had never instructed him to do so. And Jesus? Jesus knew he had a job to do that was centered right there in the temple. Yes, Jesus was not only always God, but because he's God, he's also omniscient. He knows everything. Jesus absolutely did know he was God. And that makes it truly amazing, the fact that Jesus nevertheless learned things. You see, even though Jesus was always omniscient during his time on earth, in what we call his state of humiliation, he didn't always use his divine powers, including his power to know everything. You see, he used his godly powers only, only when it served the purpose of saving us. Never did he use them to make things easy for himself. And that's why we see him in the temple, asking the questions. Jesus learned the very same way we do, by studying and by asking hard questions about Holy Scripture. And from those Old Testament scriptures, Jesus learned one thing especially. As it says in Hebrews, although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. Jesus, Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2, Jesus became obedient to death, even death upon a cross, as full and final payment for the sins of the world. That, above all else, is what the scriptures promised the Messiah would do. And Jesus learned his lesson well. When Jesus was a boy, did he know that he was God? 
Absolutely. And so do we. We know he was God, for this is Advent. And the Advent message of the Holy Scriptures is that God became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Amen. Hark the glad sound, the Savior comes, the Savior promised long. Let every heart prepare a throne, and every voice a song. He comes a Eternal arches ring with the